Morning all, and welcome to today's Sunday Q&A. Um, the introduction today, <coughs> we're going to be introducing a new regular feature to the show. <coughs> That's a good start, isn't it? Um, incidentally, the new regular features of the show line I got from the first series of Alan Partridge, Kunkawap. Knowing me, knowing you with Alan Partridge. Every week he would introduce a, a new regular feature of the show, and the following week it wasn't there. I think only one of them actually occurred twice. And the amount of times I've introduced a new regular feature to the show, Antique Vans. Um, we're still doing the Career Driver Awards, in case anyone's interested. They don't tend to crop up. So, but this one I think might stick, because a new regular feature of the show, Pete's mistakes from last week. <laughs> See what I mean? I've got a sneaking suspicion that this is going to run and run. Uh, yeah, so from last week... Steve Campbell says, you might want to travel east if he's in Devon. If he goes west, he will be in Cornwall. Swindon and Reading is east, as, as is Bristol. And Godzilla says, well, we're west of Bristol. He says, well, it cleans the van a bit. You know that the Bristol Channel is, it, you know the Bristol Channel, then the Atlantic Ocean, an amphibious caddy van maybe. Um, ever use a sat and have to find your way out of the truck. Yeah, as I have said before, guys, world's worst career driver. If the sat-nav, I live in Dunstable, if the sat-nav goes dead in Dunstable, I wouldn't buy my way home. Absolutely hopeless. And full transparency, I was recording the video. And then about 15 minutes into it, the child got up. She never gets up this time in the morning on a Saturday, but they're going to view some flat, her and her boyfriend Dave. And so I'm trying to do the video while she's making breakfast in the kitchen. It's kind of distracting. I'm not a professional, you know, I'm not one of those sort of anchor men where things are bombs are going off and they're totally oblivious to them. Mickey Mouse, ex-market trader, useless career driver and very poor vlogger. So that's kind of what, and that's my excuse, I'm sticking with it. And also, um, White Van Man says, I hate to disappoint you, but Luton are not top of the championship. They're third, which, um, which will get them um, a playoff place at the end of the season. Basically, one of four chance of promotion to the Premier League. With six games left in the season, Leeson could, couldn't catch Burnley, who were top, and guaranteed a promotion. Luton could mathematically catch Sheffield United in second, but unrealistically and high likely to do so. In my defence on this one, A, I know absolutely nothing about football, so when I went down the pub, I had to rehearse various different lines. Man on, square. Yeah, that's always a problem with Arsenal there. I was just trying to walk it in. Um... And secondly, when I said top, <laughs> I kind of mentioned, I mean, at the top, not top, top, but I assume, what are there, like 20, 25, 24 teams in a league? So if you're like fourth, as I believe we are, that's in the top bit. And then there's the middle bit, in my mind, which would be like, I don't know, 8 to 16. And then there's the bottom bit. So when I said top, <laughs> I kind of meant not top, top, but still very surprised and very pleased. I start going to the football. My wife may start hating me. Don't just hate me now. So, the big video this week, Nick, 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 Nick uh, um, London Creative, just letting you know, timestamp. I got told off for not doing timestamps. Um, where I got to, how I got to where I am today. One of the guys asked a question, how did it come about? And kind of, you know, I suppose, shorter trawling through 700 videos, um, I kind of figure um, the Janet and John version probably works quite well. Uh, so Dale Steele says, well, with a title like that, you think you was on par with Eddie Stobbard? I'll be honest with you, Dale, I retitled it. Originally, it was just like how, where I am one step at a time. 
And it's kind of like a clickbait thing. I kind of thought, if I actually write where I got today on the CX, it kind of worked. I imagine that video got two or three times what it would have done otherwise. But it's, it's the weirdest thing. If you want a video to go well, all you have to do is do one on how much money you're going to make or how much of a disaster I'm having. And be honest with you, the disaster ones rate even higher than the money ones. But that's not my thing, you know? I don't do this to try and get the most viewers. It's not like, oh, look, you know, try and get as many viewers as time. I kind of do it. You know? I kind of do it um, because I do it. And the idea is to try and get information out and to help people and to try and spread it all out. So, but I did do it in this case, so I've got to put my hands up on that one. Um, Belsization says, I'm in an Arctic too, and I started one step at a time. Um, I think of it as a <coughs> giant puzzle. But if you start at the edges, getting your Class 2 licence, that means you've filled in another puzzle piece. Don't listen to negative people because there are plenty. Remember to set yourself a rate and not drop below it. And just get the load <clears throat> i know what you're saying you just do it's one journey for many miles one step at a time right i want to be a self-employed truck driver first thing i've got to do is actually become a truck driver so i get my cpc got me cpc right now i'm going to go and pass my test right now i pass my test while i've been doing all this i've applied for online for an operator's license i've now got the money together for the operator's license i've now taken the effort out for the operator's license i've now got the operator's license so i can now i have the ability to drive a truck and i can actually put a truck on the road right now i'm going to buy a truck then you buy a truck then you go on the exchange it's a long journey it's a long journey but if you do it one step at a time nobody i when i started writing a book one of the best pieces of advice i was ever given was don't not do something because it's going to take too long. The time will pass anyway. If you want to do it, just do the, do, don't think you just do the, the massive journey thing, right, what's the first thing I've got to do? I've done that. Right, what's the second thing I've got to do? Right, let's do that now. You'll get there. Uh, Cowboy Dan says, thanks Pete for the video, no problem. Uh, I'm looking at getting my lorry license, was looking at a seven and a half tonne, but now having second thoughts. I will also look at 18 tonne, because the bigger you get, um, in the meantime, like, yeah, I would recommend an 18 tonne. 18 tonnes will cover 12 tonne jobs and 7.5 tonne jobs. 7.5 tonne just covers 7.5 tonne jobs. You could look at Luton's jobs, but you wouldn't. Um, a 26 tonne is also worth doing, but for the amount of 26 tonne jobs on there, I don't think with the extra length and the extra diesel and the extra sort of wear and tear and all that, I, I, think, I think 18 tonne is a sweet spot for trucks on the exchange. Just my personal opinion, as I've already stated. I know nothing, so please don't listen to me. But that's just my opinion. <coughs> Lewis Gates says, um, he's enjoying the videos. Uh, think you've done well yet. Yeah, thank you, Lewis, on the CX uh, with the videos. Any chance of a rundown of what the CX are charging now from small vat up to 18 tonne? It's an outlay the CX keep adding to. Again, Lewis, I could, but I'll be honest with you, the prices aren't that dissimilar. I did a video, I think, last year um, where I stated what the prices were and what I thought they were doing. And again, if I put a video, my, my mate Nigel, who's the one who, who is my best mate from school, and he's the one that runs the website and all that, he says, you want to do this video again, because this is the one. And I kind of think, yeah, I know. But if I do it, I'm back in the realms of doing what I said I wouldn't do. Maybe I will, Lewis. I don't know. Let's put you down as... Um, let's see how we go. <coughs> I, might have to, I might have to do a little update. Okay. Uh, Shane Hardy says, as a famous fish once said, just keep swimming. <laughs> like you said, Pete. Um, try it out. If it doesn't work, at least you tried. Was that Dory? I've got a 26-year-old, so I seem to remember finding Nemo. I believe that might be Dory. So, and that was where I got him today. So, <coughs> and the other one, of course. Oh, timestamps. I've written them down. 
there we go, was um, part two of JCB uh, Wales, which was the Life on the Road video. Um, Steve Campbell says, I wouldn't use the M6, here we go. I wouldn't use the M6 style between Aylesbury to Wrexham as you would have to double back to the M6 uh, to Junction 10 then double back to the M6 and I'll get picky, picky, picky. We've already established I get it wrong. I didn't put it at the beginning. <laughs> Uh, David Baxter says, um, I don't know how you drive with your seat so loose. I have mine with minimal moments so I don't get seasick. And Godzilla says, <coughs> I used to be a firm lad and then had a truck with a knackered cable so it was like bouncy castle time all the time. I soon got used to it and can't cope with fixed seats. When I got in on the trucks, I was always fixing. To begin with, I mean, my mate Harry, uh, one of our drivers, loves it. He's bouncing up and down. You bang your head on the ceiling sometimes. That's not true. Um, but he's... He's bouncing. I always put it on fixed, and then I don't know what happened. I think somewhere along the line, someone must have adjusted it. One of the mechanics must have got in and adjusted it. <coughs> I forgot to adjust it back. I, I'm not even sure it's working now. But to be honest with you, it's kind of okay. It only is that bouncy when you go over particular roads. Normally, it's pretty much okay. So, um, as Steve Campbell also said, he said, I was at JCB Earth Movies the other week. We're supposed to be there on the hurry up. I got there at 6.30 p.m. and got tipped at 9.15 <laughs> I ran out of time at 9.30, so I spent the night in their lorry park. Well, at least you get free parking. At least it's safe, I should imagine. But yeah, JCB. <sighs> Don't want to say anything on that school. Um, Jeremy Hawke says, um, what's going on there, Pete? He said, you've got to have holidays. He said, I always take 10 days in June and 10 days in October. And if the king wants to shut down on a Monday, I will have a few pints in the White Heart. This business has to work for you and provide you with a few luxuries. It's true. But then having said that, oh, God, I um, turned out to be a good one on Friday, but kind of, <clears throat> which was all the family have actually gone up to Scotland because some of the relatives have got a wedding up there. And I went, we can't go. <laughs> well, no, Lisa went, we can't go, in fairness. So my wife said. So my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my kids, uh, Molly and David, they're up in Scotland. And I went, it's going to... Because the problem is when you're self-employed, if you take one day off... It's going to take you, you lose the day, plus there's the cost of the flights, plus there's the cost of the accommodation, plus there's the cost of the meals and the booze. And before you look at it, it's a load of dough. Um, and so instead, I went out to work Friday and I thought, if I have a rubbish day on Friday, I'm going to regret this. I also thought, if I could get a job up to Scotland, I'll drive up to Scotland, I'll go at the two and I'll drive back today, Saturday, because um, I'm calling this on Saturday. Um, as it turned out, I had a really good day. So I'm kind of vindicated, but yeah, you are right. I tend to take my holiday at Christmas because I know January and February is quiet. So from about the 23rd of December, I stop and January is a quiet month for me. But that means I basically have to work the whole rest of the year. If I ever get to a position where I've got a few quid, I might get holiday in the summer. But at the moment, that's just what it is, mate. It's what it is. Could be worse. Um, Godzilla said, he said, I work the bank holiday. So I get a day off in lieu. The miserable gets... Um, I have to consider that the day the day as a 12-hour shift, meaning I'm off on my holidays in June. I get a week off just using 16 hours of holiday. And, and this it's basically wouldn't work out with overtime and stuff like that. So if I have a holiday, I get extra cash from now. Um, been on JC, he's been on JCB, Wrexham. Can't for the life of me remember it. He says, I, I remember the tractors on the A41. They're out there waiting for me. Yeah, a lot of them doing that, mate. So, And final news on this one from James Hardy. He says... Um, Good news, you didn't get lost. Bad news, uh, you got there in time to crack out the truck guitar. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I've missed, I'm not doing the truck guitar a lot. I've now discovered TV on my phone. 
So I tend to, you know, I find something to watch for half an hour. And it makes the time go quickly, but I should get the guitar out. The problem with the guitar is sometimes it feels a little bit like work. And if it feels a bit like work, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. So, right, this week's wise, guys. So, um, IFC Bert says, I'm looking to join the Courier Exchange with a long wheelbase Ford Transit Connect. Not sure what size that would be classed as. What's the average price per mile for a van of that size? Right, the general rule of thumb, is a small van is a small van it's a car which is really a van short wheelbase 1.2 meters medium wheelbase two meters long wheelbase three meters extra long wheelbase four meters what i recommend you do is you measure the back of your van if it is classed as a long wheelbase transit connect transit connects in my opinion seem to be a smaller van measure the back and you can put it up as a long wheelbase, but then put in the notes or put on your CX thing, I am driving a Connect. And if you're ever going for a long wheelbase job, put in the notes, two metre bed, or 2.2 metre bed. And they will say yes, or they will say no. If you do that, you cover yourself. Otherwise, you could turn up in a job, it's three pallets, you can't get them on, and then you've got the shipper on the phone to you going, you said it was a long wheelbase. You could then reply, I said it was Connect. I said it was 2.2 metres, I had it on the front, it's written on the notes, you know, or ring them. If it's a long wheelbase and you're not sure, so what is it? If they say it's three pallets, I can't get three pallets in. So that's what I would advise. Um, and Leachy says, um, if you're going to get a fishing bed chair, make sure you get a fishing sleeping bag as well as they attach to the frame and makes it easy to fold away, plus it doesn't move while you're sleeping. I suppose that can be an option, but you've got to sleep in a chair. So yeah, well, that's more on the tramping type thing. So right, trucks this week. Um, Bell Sization says, you need a truck with a sleeper. Rock God is also a rigid driver. Oh, mate, we've gone through this. The, the, tra uh, the truck was inexpensive. It was the best truck out there for the money. I'm still very pleased I bought it. If it had had a bed, I would have been happier. If it had a pod, I would have been happier, but it didn't. So, and for the money that I'd have to spend to change it, for the amount of time I stay out, it's hotels for me. He also says the quickest way to a divorce court is to become a truck owner driver. You need a very understanding wife, husband, or any other pronouns you want to insert. Yeah, well, it depends again how you run, doesn't it? Like I say, if you've got the sleeper and you're away from home five days a week, it's not brilliant. I go to work as early as I possibly can. I normally get home between half past three and seven o'clock, depending on what time I start and how many jobs I do, which is fine. And I normally take, and the other thing to do is to text home and sort of go, um, I'm going to be home at this time. Um, yeah, I'm worried about that. Uh, yeah, I'm going, to be home, I'm, I'm going to be home late today. I'm not going to be home till half seven today. Otherwise, they're sitting there at five waiting for you to come in. You rock up at half past seven. But if you text them at four, I'm not going to be home till seven. They can all watch TV, have bath, eat. It's not a problem. Uh, Steve Campbell says... Anyone, we, oh, anyone wishing to buy a twin sleeper DAF 2010 model on Northern Ireland plates? My boss has one for sale. Nothing wrong with it. Just too old for us. So if anyone's looking for twin sleeper DAF, oh, it's too dear for me. But I like I say, I've got one at the moment. But anyone's out there who's thinking of starting up, wants a 2010 model with pedigree, put it in the comments. I'll pass it on to Steve. Um, and Andy Shivers says, what mileage was your truck when you got it? And what sort of price for an 18 tonne? My truck done around 300,000 miles, and it cost me 7,000 plus the VAT. So I paid eight four in total. It's now done around 335,000 miles, around 40, something like that, which isn't a lot in the amount of time I've had it, to be honest with you. But a lot of truck jobs are shorter jobs, and it's probably worth the same money. 
to be honest with you, because it hasn't gone out much. I've got a full service history. I've got all the paperwork with it. If I was going to sell it right now, I'd probably get new money back. So if you buy Clever, it could be all right. So that's what I hope for. Miscellaneous. Right, Dean, uh, Dean says, I think it would be bad for all drivers to see bids as it would drive down the prices further uh, than they already are. This is true, Dean. This apparently is why... Uh, the exchange doesn't post prices or that, that have been bidded and stuff like that. Also, I do believe it would be nice if there was a network out there. I mean, the, the, the um, what do you call it, the moment we drop mob are trying to do it, aren't they? Where you actually, jobs would actually appear with a price. My only fear is it would appear, I mean, we've had a few. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes I make you laugh. You know, um, 18 ton needed to go, uh, 11 pallets, and a job is 116 miles, job pays 120 quid. I saw that this week, it was something like that, and I just thought, crack on, anyone who wants to do that, you know, fill your boots like, you know, <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> oh, you've got to be mad, ain't you? But anyway, who knows. Um, Ollie says, hi, I have a refrigerator van. Do you see many loads on the CX that require that and what should you charge for standard van? Ollie, I'll try and do you a link, mate. We did videos on this um, on specialist vans. To be honest with you, you don't get many refrigerated loads on the CX. You don't get you get the odd high ab, you get the odd Moffit, but on the whole, if they do come up, you'll get good money for them, but they don't come up often. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it if you've got a specialist vehicle. I mean, if you can turn the fridge off and drive it as a normal van, that's fine. But I don't know if you'd want to. So, um, Andy Darwin says, CPC card, is it best online at home or in the classroom? Andy, I did mine um, online, and I'm very, very happy with it. They were a good firm. I can't remember the name of them now. Uh, but, yeah, basically, it's on the Zoom thing. It started at 8, I think it started about 8.30 in the morning, and it finished at 4.30 at night, and I'd done it for an entire week. It started Monday morning at 8.30, finished Friday night at 4.30, and in the entire week managed to get my CPC. Now, you're, supp you're supposed to keep them updated. In an ideal world, what you would do is do a course a year. I haven't. I kind of figure that what I'll do, again, is in five years' time, if I'm still running a truck, and it looks very much like I will be, um, I'll have to have a week off to do my CPC again. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, and I wouldn't want to lose it. Even if I wasn't running a truck, I'd want to keep that card just in case I wanted to. Like you know, Christian Gray says, he said, I don't understand why you would want more people running 18 tonners on the CX when it would mean less jobs for your business. Um, the thing is, Christian, there's a big difference between me saying something and doing something. I did a video on this, this come from Molly's boyfriend, Dave, which is the, our, you know, turning mud into gold video. And just because I, and I'm here to help people, we've said this before, I'm just, the, the channel is designed to help people. But I've always been totally transparent. All the way through, people have gone, why are you advertising? Why are you telling people to do what you do? Then they can go out and get a loot and work in your area. And as a result of which, all I've done is hopefully help a load of people. I don't think it's hurt me financially. And um, I've ended up in a position I am today. So I can understand your chagrin. You're like, why is he doing this? Uh, but ultimately, there's a, like say, there's a big difference between me telling you what I did or how I think you should do it, and then you actually doing it. So, but if you do... I feel happy, all power to you, like, you know. And finally this week, um, on the Dartford Tunnel, Dan Petrie says, I always say, do you know what I always say? Go right, don't go left. I think I've been over the, uh, through the, sorry, through the tunnel, before you say anything, Steve. 
um, through the tunnel two or three times this week, and at least twice I've gone through and I've looked to the left, red lights. Both times. So I'm like, yeah, go right. Because um, they turn the red lights on to let the tankers through. So he said, um, I did this, um, I, I had a parcel drop in South End. I was at work in the car, took my chances, went on the right side, <laughs> very quick, very busy on the left side. Go right. It's the right way to go through the tunnel. <laughs> and finally, in conclusion this week, from London Creative, Nick says he didn't learn from last week's mistakes, no chapter markers again. Right, you. What I've done, because I've got like a basic template that I've attached all these comments to, I've actually written, there it is, timestamp, to remind me to fill in the timestamp. So this week, there should be timestamps. But I wouldn't bet your house on it. Right, that's it, guys. I uh, hope you're going to have a wonderful weekend. Back to work on Monday, get a full week this week. Five days, proper run out and a proper chance to take care and take money. <laughs>